Sweet. So tonight we've got Sam Rogers from the Next Level Rider team on the podcast. How's it going, man? Good, mate. Yourself? Yeah, very good. Thank you. So I thought to kick things off, man, it's always good to hear a little bit about a person's story or how they first got into riding. So tell us a little bit about that, man. How did you get into bikes to begin with? Well, first of all, Dad, um, Dad rode bikes since he was about 20 years old, or trials bikes. Um, and he's just been pushing it ever since I was about five years old. I got on my first bike and that was, that was just a Wee 50. And then just to get my legs on the bike, get, get used to it. And then he got me an 85, um, trials bike beater, really old one, but it did the job and just worked our way up from there. And yeah, it was definitely one of the best things he ever got me into and got me to the level I'm at today. Yeah, nice. So you started riding trials pretty young then? Yeah, yeah, pretty much straight off the bat. Dad yeah. was a bit of a uh, motocross Nazi, so he didn't really let me get, get a bigger <laughs> bike. He always pushed, put, was a trials lover, for sure. And yeah. At least he didn't, didn't hesitate when, when it came to buying me a new bike, at least. So that was good. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So was there a lot of trials riding around where you lived as a kid? Um, yeah. Dad actually ended up making a, creating a club for um, families like us to cater for, like families. And um, that club just grew and grew. And I've helped out almost every single event for the past 12 years now, I think it is. And, um, yeah, that... That really got me involved and helped out when it comes to cutting tracks for anything now. Like the gives you the fundamentals of from setting out a trial section to setting out a track in your in your local bush or rural rural bushland, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, man. So, have you always you've always been up in Queensland? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, I haven't haven't moved from the Gold Coast. So it's, there's some good riding around here. You just got to really know where those places are. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So your dad, did he sort of ride competitively or just socially in the trials? Um, he didn't, he worked his way up to A grade in trials and, um, but he didn't really do it at the, real competitive level only just in your local club and maybe like the Queensland titles or something like that. Um, I think he might have competed in the Aussie titles a couple times, um, but nothing, nothing any more extreme than that. Yeah, awesome. So when was the first foray into the hard enduro stuff then for you? The first what, sorry? When did you sort of get into the hard enduro stuff for you? Um, uh, I was about five, four or five years ago now. Um, I, it was, it wasn't really getting into the hard enduro side. I just wanted a, a bigger bike 
so I could ride with my mates and dad not letting me get one of these bikes just made me want to get one more. Um, <laughs> the rebel. So my first um, enduro bike was a Gas Gas 300 and that was a 2007 model. So it got, got me where I needed to go at least and then progressed up onto a real, quite a brand new bike. It was a Beta 300 and um, that's where it really kicked off the hard enduro side. Bit more reliable bike being 10 years old, 10 years newer than the one I had before. But yeah, that really opened my eyes up when with having new equipment, it just helps so much. Yeah, nice. So it looks like there's a bit of a decent hard enduro or enduro cross scene up your way, is there? Um, the hard enduro is definitely picking up, like not just in Queensland, all over Australia now, but yeah, it's, it's definitely picking up big time and enduro cross not so much because I don't think there's not as many capable riders that can do enduro cross in an event. So hence why I kind of keep the enduro cross to the say for your prologue for your hard enduro events and that keeps it pretty interesting yeah yeah so how did you find like obviously you see like a a lot of the top hard enduro dudes these days have come from that trials background how did you find that those skills complemented the hard enduro stuff once you started getting on the big bike yeah it was a bit of a challenge at the start like getting on this big bike and being quite quite a lot heavier and just knowing how to use that power like it's a lot a lot different to a trials bike but like having those fundamentals just like it made it so much easier to get into that discipline of of dirt biking basically but um yeah it was i'm really glad i I took the leap and came over. Yeah, you enjoy it? Yeah, big time. So what about like the grassroots? They seem to have it like, from what I've seen anyway, I've only seen obviously videos and pictures and stuff, but they seem to have like a decent mix of like they've obviously got the some pretty hardcore like trials type stuff, but they've also got like some fast wide open sections. Yeah. So it's, a, it's a sort of a mix of all types of riding, is it? Yeah, so last year they kind of had a trial, uh, a test year for uh, Greg put on a couple of events to see how they'd, they'd go and everyone really loved it. So he put this a proper season in this year. And um, yeah, he's the first, first one in Tenerfield this year was really um, fast paced, which a lot... A lot of the guys I heard were kind of complaining a bit about it, saying it wasn't hard enough, but they, a lot of those guys complaining were, that was their first event. They didn't ride any of the ones last year. So like having that fast flowing event is kind of, kind of better than having them all just flat out hard enduro, which is, it's, it's a good mix, I think. And I think a lot of the guys would, um, agree with me there too. 
yeah, well, I guess when it's part of a series, it's like the, I guess the Vic off-roads or the Aussie off-roads, like it's good to have different, different rounds, different terrain. Yeah. It's sort of, you, it's makes it more of an even playing field, I guess, for a, over the course of a championship for everyone to have a decent yeah. crack. And you've got to have like the different disciplines. Like you can't just be coming from trials and being good at the real technical stuff and then get out on the faster, faster terrain. And then lack, you got to be good at every single field, I think, and that that more creates a better or the best rider in my eyes. Yeah, you got to be good at every discipline. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, how did you find crossing over, like from the trials bike? I imagine I've I've ridden a trials bike a couple of times, but not on anything like what what you would ride. But yeah. <laughs> how did you find getting on the big bike, like? Obviously, going on a big day's ride, manhandling a, a 300 off-road bike is a lot different to to put, pushing a trials bike around. Did you find there was a, like a bit of a difference physically? Um, well, the biggest thing that I found was by far the best thing was having a seat to sit on. Yeah. Um, but the the first... The first bike I had, I didn't really do that much hard enduro. It was more like just for fun. And I still do it for fun now, but it wasn't to, it wasn't working towards a goal. Um, but now it's like I can jump on either bike, and it's like nothing. It's just so. Um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I've I've done it for so long now that it's just I get on it and I can second nature yeah yeah second nature that's the word I'm looking for (laughs) yeah yeah awesome so what do you think like because it's growing massively that the that hard I guess the hard enduro scene in Australia one reason is of course I guess because people like Greg are starting to run these events but what what do you think draws people to it so much? Like they've been getting so some pretty big numbers because, like, a, a lot of people there's a lot of people out there that couldn't think of anything worse than pushing their bike through yeah. rocks and up creeks and yeah, I, I love that type of stuff too. Like I get off on riding that stuff too. But what what do you think sort of draws people to this style of racing so much? I think it's mainly the challenge being able to say that you've you've been there and completed that event. Like Wildwood's a, a perfect example of that. That was one of the only hard enduro events we had in um, Australia for quite a while. And um, just to get that medal that at the end of the event, saying the, the finishes medal, it's just a good feeling. And going up something, there's something about going up something that any anyone would look at and think no way would you even think about walking up it like being able to get the bike up is just a different kind of feeling it's just a really good feeling yeah but yeah i think that's that's what draws everyone to it it's a bit more of a challenge than just your standard like transmodo flat out through the bush or aorc or anything like that and yeah it draws in a lot of the trials riders as well. I imagine there would be like, I guess there's still 
an element of danger to it, of course, like riding any dirt, any kind of dirt bike, I suppose. But there's not that high speed factor as yeah, much. Yeah. Like there's still risk of injury, but not like as hardcore as if you wipe out a tree at eighty clicks. Yeah, yeah, you're not flying through the air at a hundred mile an hour. Yep. Landing flat or landing on an up ramp, so it's the injuries can be bad as Ryan Peterson's last Tennefield ordeal will show. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's it's. I think it's a safer sport, and I feel more at home hitting up a, a rock wall that's three meters high than being two meters in the air. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, tell us about man the 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 next level rider team. How did that sort of come about for you? Like that's been a pretty big deal for you this year. Like although we obviously only had one race under the belt, unfortunately, but how did that deal sort of come about for you? Yeah, um, Greg actually hit me up at the end of last year, and that's when I was riding for Beta Australia, and um, he. He said he had something in the making um, that I might be interested in. And um, Matt Ryan, the one that's, that's the team manager that's running the whole, whole thing, um, I met him at the Murrumbidgee Rumble last year. So that was, that was the first event I did of the test last year, like the trial year that Greg put together. And um, yeah, I got got talking to Matt and his and his son Jake, which is on the team also. And yeah, we hit it off a bit. And um, he he would obviously got talking about my trials background, and um, that's kind of kind of what he wanted a, a decent rider that has goals and places where he wants to be in the future. So. Yeah, it's been been a perfect opportunity, opportunity, and I'm really appreciative of it. Yeah, awesome, man. So, when did you sort of, I guess, make the the decision or the shift that you like could actually have a decent crack at the hard enduro stuff, and you actually sort of started to set some of those goals to work towards? Um, oh, it's definitely when I first or got my first beat up. Um, I'd just be mucking around on like your trail rides and people would say like come up to you approach you saying like how do you do it and I didn't think much of it like because um, it was just second nature to me I didn't find it that hard and like it, it happened more and more and then I realised like this is something that I actually would like to do for a career um, and travel the world riding bikes that that is one of the best things I think would could ever happen to me, getting paid to fly around the world. So, yeah. Yeah, awesome, man. So th- this is a good question for you. Like, I'm always, it's, I guess, like some people in, in any discipline, I suppose, of, of dirt bikes, there's some people that appear to have, like, and a freakish amount of natural ability. Yeah. Would you say that's kind of the case for you or is it just the fact that you got a trials bike when you were 
so young and you've just done so many hours of like perfecting that skill of riding the trials bike that it's just like there's no other choice really other than for you to sort of get better at it yeah well definitely i there's there are those people that are natural like naturally gifted but it was if it wasn't for dad getting me into trials that no way would i be at the level i'm at today um yeah it's it's the best thing that's ever happened to me that trials bike how like as a bit of any or an example for people how how many hours would you have ridden like uh, like a, average as a kid like how how many hours were you on the bike every week do you reckon when you're a youngster mm, when i was when i first got into it it was like we had a had an event every month of the year so that's 12 events so i wasn't i'd only do it for fun i wasn't taking it seriously yeah um and then probably once i got on like 250 beta um I kind of started practicing a bit and getting a bit more involved. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't have the number of hours. I, it's, I just could not come up with that number. I've just done so many hours on it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So what, what are some of those sort of bigger goals for you, man? Like I know, I guess the hard enduro scene in Australia comparatively to overseas is pretty tiny. Like yeah. all the like the the big those the big hard enduro events are all overseas. So, what is that your goal to sort of get and get overseas and attack some of them? Yeah, well, my I remember watching Erzberg back when I first got um, my first enduro bike, and I'm like, this this just looks absolutely insane, and I've always fantasized fantasized about doing it. So that's, Erzberg is definitely my number one event that I want to go do. Um, then definitely see the sky. Um, and also um, the Uncle Hard Enduro in Cambodia. I've got um, a mate that's sponsored over there and he's got all, all his contacts said so they'd, they'd help me out and they're going to sort me out bikes and whatnot. So that'd be a really good one to do. So, yeah. Yeah. Nice. That Cedar sky, that looks cool. That race. It's, is that sort of bit more of an enduro form, like a cross country format? Like it seems to have a lot of different types of terrain in it. Does it? Yeah. We it obviously start at the sea and end, end at the top of the mountain. So you can yeah. imagine you go and start in the sand where the, the prologue track is or, um, and then you just straight into um, into big big gullies with um, like huge rock boulders, uh, and then it it kind of takes the hardness out of it. Then you see the bridges all built through it. But I think at, by the end of that day, you'd be thanking those bridges were built. <laughs> I bet you would. <laughs> How many like? I know Erzberg's massive, like it seems to have a massive amount of entrance, but how many do they sort of get at those other ones like Cedar Sky and things like that? I'm not 100% sure with the other events. I haven't looked into it that much. Um, but yeah, I know I know Erzberg, it's a bit of a risk going and doing Erzberg because if you don't make it in, then that's a lot of expenses 
gone to waste. Um, they do, so they have 2,000 people enter. This was for 2018. They have roughly 2,000 people enter, 500 people get into the race because that's how many spots they've got. Um, and then about 25 to 30 people finish. Yeah. So it'd be a big achievement to say you've finished. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure, man. And what the prologue's like wide open up that road, isn't it? Yeah. So that's, that's the other thing I'm worried about because you have all these, these ex world motocrosses that come in and just absolutely flog you in the prologue. And then it comes to the, main race they're all up the front and get stuck on the first hill so yeah another one you've got to get work work through all those riders in the way as well the further back you start and um i think i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure the the only person that's won it there's only been one person that's won it from the second or third row so you've got to get up, up those, near those front rows if you want to, want to be winning it anyway. Makes your life a lot easier. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so how have you been spending the last couple of months, man? Like obviously there's no racing being on and um, it's, I guess, depending on where you, where you live, it, it's, some people haven't even been able to ride. So how have you been spending the last couple of months knowing that there's no racing on but still trying to, yourself up yeah well it, i've been pretty lucky i've had um my my place back straight onto the bush um and i've got my own personal tracks hardy joe tracks that i've made and cut in and then we've got um a mate that lives 20 minutes from here with some of the most insane hardy joe you'd ever see and then private property real close by but um the biggest thing was not really having a goal like a set set date per se for like a next event to work to and get pumped up about. So that's that's probably been been the hardest thing. But with your um with your schedule you've set me for the enduro cross track, that's really been a big help and does motivate me quite a lot. You can see the results. It, just of each each session you you feel like you're getting better. So, yeah, it's been good. Yeah, awesome, man. So hopefully it's not going to be too much longer anyway and you'll be able to get to line up again. Yeah, that's it. Have those butterflies back in the stomach again on the <laughs> right, So, So tell us a little bit about um, your coaching that you've been doing. Is, there, is that something that people can sort of get on board with? or? Yeah, definitely. So I'm in the process of starting up my own business doing enduro and hard enduro coaching. Um, I've had, I've put a, a couple posts up on the forums on Facebook. Um, I've had a lot of interest back just, just on the Gold Coast. I've had over 60 or 70 people hit me up about it. So it's, there's definitely a high demand for some decent coaching up here and I'm looking forward to doing it, starting it up. Yeah, awesome. Have you got any dates planned as yet or it's still in the pipeline? Um, not any dates yet. Um, I've been doing like coaching for a couple of mates 
um, and some some youth youth kids this weekend actually, um, and yeah, that's it. It helps. I want to get get as much experience under my belt before I start doing it as a living per se. Um, but yeah, no, it, it should be really good once it starts. Yeah, awesome, man. So where can people check that out? Did you have you've got a Facebook page? Did you say or? Uh, no, I don't have a Facebook page as yet. I'll be making that within the next couple of days. Um, hopefully, get that up by the end of this week. Um, but yeah, we'll I'll be posting that all on my social media as soon as that's up and running. Sweet. And what what are those? What's your social media so people can give you a follow and check you out? Um, so my Instagram's at the Sam uh, and my Facebook is just Sam Rogers. Awesome. So is there anyone else you'd like to sort of give a shout out to, man, for the for the season this year? Um, yeah, definitely. Matt, I can't thank enough for the opportunity he's given me. Um, best of luck to Hudson. Um, I'm coming for you. <laughs> Jake, it's gonna it's gonna be good to see Jake in um in gold class in a couple of these events. So looking forward to that and knocking bars with him. Um and yeah, Greg Greg Greg's a big one for setting up this whole event, the whole series. He um if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you right now. Um and yeah, it's. Every, all the sponsors is a big one. There's there's too many to to mention, but um, yeah, they've made my life that much easier. Um, but yeah, Sherco Australia is the big one. Um, they've they've made it all possible. But yeah, awesome man. Great to hear. Well, it's been a good chat. Um, I look forward to being able to see uh, have another crack behind the bars once these events fire back up. Yeah, cool. Awesome, man. Thank you for jumping on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Cool, man.